0: Good morning and welcome to the Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty and I am here with my co-host today.
1: Marcia Talbot, Associate Broker, Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Hi everybody.
0: And And we're here with a very special guest today, someone that's never been on with us before and a... I'm going to say newish agent. Newish is good. Newish yeah. agent.
2: <laughs> um, and your name is? Brenda Wiley, also with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Excited to be here. Thank you.
0: Yeah. We're it's, it's, uh, <laughs> excited to have yeah, you. We you. are excited <laughs> to have you. So um, Brenda started in this business during the pandemic I mean right before the pandemic started
2: so this has been an interesting year for you I'm sure oh yes definitely (laughs) learned a lot what we can do what we cannot do but um, it's been great (laughs) <laughs> and it's a wild
0: year too, as we you all know, you listen to us all the time and we're talking about how crazy the market is and has not, you know, it's just getting crazier and crazier, I feel like. Um, but our phone number here is 845-651-1110 and our text number is 845-328-0886. So either way, if you guys have a, a question for any of us, just text us or call us. We'd love to hear from you. And um, yeah. So how was your week? What'd you do this week, Marcia? I put in a new listing,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which you saw. I did see. Which
1: is a little bit unusual for advice. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, Which is a, a partially, well, what had happened, there was a fire in the house. And so it's all cleaned up. And part of it has been reframed, and part of it has not. It's on three quarters of an acre, with beautiful views, and it's one hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
0: And you have some quite a bit of interest in it, right? I have, yes. Yeah, it's that kind of market where you pretty much will have interest in whatever. But it's, a, whatever. it's special. Mm-hmm. You it need is to be able to either build it, mm-hmm.
1: have somebody build it, which I still, or uh, or a
0: contractor. Right. Build it and flip it. Would, mm. I, what did you end up? I, I never, even, I never noticed it come up on land. I mean, on homes. So you put it under homes. land, or you did? Yes,
1: because I tried to. I figured out. I did actually call multiple listing, and I also spoke with Matrix, which is the the company behind our MLS system, and they said you can only put w- one. one listing at at a time. But that's not true because when we have a house that is for sale and, and for rent, rent, you can do that's that. Okay, so I can't put it under two different, two different cat- categories. categories. Oh, so I, I thought more people look at list at houses than they do at mm-hmm. land, as
2: a rule.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So and I'd, I feel like the land people are very specific; they right. just want the lot.
0: Right. That, you know, unless you're a builder, because sometimes yeah. a builder may, um, you know, they may take an opportunity like that to right to use it to, to just they, they can build pretty quickly because now they've got a foundation in in this particular case and there's plans
1: yes but there's another thing with a house it does go into all the all the, you know like Zillow and Rand that's uh, well, correct we start right. with Rand yeah <laughs> and Zillow and
0: all the so other you'll get places. a lot more exposure yes. as a house that rather than the land so yeah. that that is true that's true um, yeah, it, it's. It, I'm glad that you you had so much interest, and in it. it looks like it'll sell fairly quickly. For, we hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's hope. great. I mean, this week's been pretty wild for me. <laughs> Yesterday was wild in the office. We had a lot of call-ins, walk-ins. The the village was busy all week, mm-hmm. um, partly because of the carnival, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it it just there was. I know my daughter went out on. I guess it was. Friday night she went into town just for a walk and she said she could not believe how many people were in town just like all over the place
1: so I think it was the lad. I was there and that was at 9 like o'clock at night around noon
0: and it wasn't that busy so I think it became busy because it was hot Hot. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's been hot and it's going to be hot so that's something you wanted to
1: mention yeah, actually, I did, right? did want to discuss the fact that it's going to be super hot today and for people who may not have air conditioning, if it is warm in your house and you're uncomfortable, go somewhere where there is air conditioning. This is unusual, 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 and let me say it again, temperature. So go to the supermarket, go to the mall, go to the movies, go to an office, that people you know, just keep Cool this can be dangerous for mm-hmm. people it
0: can be it can be very
1: dangerous this is especially not the for day, for the day to sit out on the beach for three hours <laughs> 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 no there's you know heat stroke and and various things take care of yourself please yeah. my son went
0: uh rafting yesterday on the delaware well, Be on cool water he came back like a lobster, he I was, was gonna very, say, very fair skin, super burnt, right? <laughs> and he, you know, and he had sunscreen on. I guess he forgot to put it on his knees because his mm. knees were the worst. He was so oh burnt, the poor kid, and like you could see where his sunglasses were, and above his, <laughs> raccoon his eyes. forehead <laughs> is bright red, and I was like, oh no! When he came in, and he's like, stop, mom, stop leaving. <laughs> you know, he says, I'm, you know, pain in the neck, but um, mm. you know that is dangerous like you can really get it's serious serious oh yeah from from being out there for so long it's out there for hours yeah it can be very serious yeah but um one of the things i did this week is i went on a listing appointment and this is a scenario that happens often you know you get on the listing appointment you go there and they have something on the property that doesn't have a permit here we go yeah and you know and they want to know what they should do about that should they not do anything about that should they do something they don't know they never know what what they should do which i can't you know i understand that Mm -hmm. and it you know it's the kind of thing like what they did was really really nice but i'm not sure that they are allowed to do that they built something well they have yeah they have an accessory apartment
1: that's a garage
0: fair. that's a big deal yeah <laughs> and uh and it needs to have it needs to have a permit so you know it it's my i guess the reason i'm saying this is if you've done that okay that's fine like nobody around we don't care like us realtors don't care about it we we don't care at all but you're, you have to have a permit for something like that when you go to sell your house because it's going to come up. Mm-hmm. There's no way it's not going to come up because the buyer's going to see it and, everyone, you know, and when title they go company. to get their title and it's not on there, the buyer's going to say, well, why isn't that on there? Oh, it, there's no permit for it. That's why. And in some cases, you may end up having to rip the whole thing out. That's the worst case scenario. So. It is the worst. And I think the town tries to work with people about this whatever town, regardless of where it is. I think a lot of them try to work with it. But uh, just, just understand that, that you, you do need to have permits for things. And uh, it, you just have
1: to. I want to segue mm-hmm. into the fact of what happened in Florida, which is a horrendous tragedy. And here we, you know, when we sometimes worry and kind of complain about all the permits that we need, that's the reason. Because clearly there there were errors in building and clearly errors in inspection mm.
0: it's their safety issues, right, and I mean, yeah. I know that people may think that, oh, they just want money for the permit, and you know maybe they you know they do I don't know, but the thing is the real real reason behind it is that it it's a safety issue. You have to make sure, just like um for electrical inspections or um plumbing inspections. plumbing in, I mean mm-hmm. I don't know if there's that much danger, like life threatening danger with plumbing inspections, but you do Only have to have them. Up. If it backs <laughs> up, right. <laughs> um, you know, electrical issues are serious issues because you can get electrocuted if it's not done properly. And um buildings can collapse. Decks mm-hmm. collapse. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen. You've we've all heard of decks collapsing because they weren't properly um supported. Yeah. You know, how many times have you gone on an, an inspection, Marsha, and you've seen stairs on a deck that are completely, like, not safe, and, and they never had a permit for it? I've seen it, yes, it does many, happen, many times. And that's why we certainly,
1: as realtors, recommend that if it's problematic and you're thinking about selling your house, or if you're thinking of staying in your house, you want it's safety is really important.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing is don't think that... The tax assessor doesn't know that you already did this and that if you go to the building department and get a permit, your taxes are going to go up because chances are the tax the the tax assessor already knows about it because they're on Google Earth. They're looking at Mm -hmm. stuff when they have nothing to do. That's what they're doing not to say no, it's, it's not part of their job they have nothing to do it's so part they, of
1: their job right <laughs> I mean I think the taxes but when they're not says, really sorry, busy sorry, they are doing sorry that. taxes <laughs> I, think, I think Listen, they have the lots to ha- do and we, that we, moment uh, we're going to take a break <laughs> yeah when we come back I think we have a phone call too <laughs>
3: Pillar-to-Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar-to-Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner at 845-610-5366 visit pillar 2 backslash David Wilner.
1: This is Marsha Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Howard Hanna Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand throughout the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at Talbot.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying and selling process.
3: Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre right here playing the best music. Are you a foodie, a wine connoisseur, or love both? Then join the conversation every Thursday at 11 a.m. with Stephen Keeter and his renowned guests, restaurateurs, chefs, and sommeliers on Food for Thought, right here on Radio Worth Listening To.
1: WTVQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Red... <laughs> A <laughs> real real estate chat. We're having a great time this morning. So this is my We always Talbot. have a great time. Especially great time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Howard Hannah Rand Realty and... Grace Warren from Howard Hannah Rand Realty. Okay. And our special guest, drumroll please, Brenda B. Wiley,
2: <laughs> also with Howard friend, Hannah Rand Realty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, were, we were discussing. We, we, have, have, we have a, a phone, phone call. call. Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot you did tell me that. Good morning. This is uh, Grace Warren. Who am I speaking to? Where yes, are you from? Yes,
3: Grace and Marsha. This is uh, Hi, Mark. Mark. I just had How? a question for you. Hi, Mark.
0: You. How are you? Okay,
3: how are you? We're I just good. had a question to ask you. Sure. Um, with the very hot real estate market right now, how long are homes on the market and how many offers are you seeing?
0: Oh my god. So, let <laughs> me just we all can answer this question, but I will let me give you an example. Yesterday, I had a walk-in and a call-in for the same exact listing in Warwick and it was put on the market 2 days before called the listing agent because I, I showed it. I ended up showing it to two different people and they already had three offers on it, all above list price and it was listed at $619,000. Wow,
3: that's so, incredible.
0: multiple offers, you know, it's not uncommon for houses to go $20,000 over mm-hmm. list price. I've mm-hmm. seen as high as $60,000 over list price. It's it, uh, unbelievable and, uh, and the really crazy thing is, a lot of these people have cash. And it yeah. may be because they sold their house already, or they're buying a summer home and they have cash. I don't. I don't know. They all have different reasons, but a lot of people have cash, so it is wild.
3: And are you seeing many bidding wars? Absolutely, or? yes. yes. Every, yeah, everyone
0: okay. is a bidding war because what ends up happening, like with these all these uh, offers. You know they'll come back to us and say, "All right, I want your highest and best by Wednesday." And then you know we already submitted an offer, but now we've got to put in a higher offer. And we're doing escalation clauses and mm-hmm. it's,
2: appraisal clauses.
3: Yeah. And do you see cash as being the winning point or yes. not? If somebody comes in many with cash, many
1: times it's only cash only because there may be issues with the appraisal,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: right. that, for that reason. But also cash or the highest price isn't always the best, the best offer. offer right. And that's hard for people to understand mm-hmm. because depending upon what the people's situation is, it could be the time frame. Somebody could Time say, frame is
0: really important yep. because a lot of people that are selling may not have found a home yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may not be so a home for them to it, you know, they, they <laughs> may need somebody to be a little bit more flexible with a closing date, and that right. might be the reason why they would take that offer over a cash offer or you know, um, something else or the condition of the house. Yeah. Yes.
3: Very interesting. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for calling. calling Take care. All right. Bye-bye.
0: So yeah, it brings up a a point that we've been going over many times. And that is that these multiple offer situations, if you're in the market, you, you have to be patient and you have to trust the agent that you're working with to get you to get you in the, into the deal, right? I mean, you've been dealing I, with this, Brenda. Why don't uh, you just? I mean, we were going to talk about your uh, background, but you can bring up whatever. I'm, I'm
2: sure you've had this happen. Yeah, I, you know, I went to school for social work, so psychology is, is so <laughs> fundamental in this. And when you're dealing with people, really consulting, especially first time home buyers and explaining to them, listen, I really, I can give you the guidance here, and. It's frustrating to me and to us as agents when people don't necessarily want to hear or listen to what you have to, well, I'm just going to offer that I said, you know, I'll give you an example Greenwood Lake houses that are priced under 300,000. They go very quickly if they're priced, you know, on the on the right zone. And I have somebody I'm working with. Well, it was like he didn't believe me that there's multiple offers in a day. The sign's not even in the ground. Um, and that now he's starting to, he said, oh, you know what, you were right. I said, you think? So, <laughs> you know, there's only so much you can do as far as educating and really hand-holding. But at the end of the day, we're, we're on the front lines. We see what's happening with the bidding wars. We see what's happening with um, people still looking to capitalize on low interest rates you know the market i think is going to continue to stay hot for definitely through the end of the year i think i, I yes. agree because yeah. the inventory is still so low and it's mm-hmm. i you know every morning i look
0: at how many listings are on on the market and then today there was a few more than like say last week but it's you know a couple people are it's ticking a little bit up and i say a little bit like mm-hmm. a little bit like there's an extra maybe two listings than there were last week yeah And those, but they're selling. They're selling so, so fast.
1: I was going to say something, uh, Brenda. It is really important, and we try. And I think that what you just hit on is the trust factor. Mm -hmm. Is that it is hard for people to really say, wow, she's telling me, because we have to fight that reputation. Yeah, which the the negative part of our reputation, the salesy. This, right and mm-hmm. I think we try very very hard to let people know and to that's full disclosure and we try to give them the best possible advice um, and it's their choice to believe it and I think they eventually they do come around and you know oh, yeah. you, and you have a good reputation and so people Thank do you. believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I and think, you've worked really
0: hard this yeah, year. Yeah, you've worked Thank hard you. and all, I, all
1: over the place.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think <laughs> that um, that that's the key thing, and it, for for pe- people out there that are trying to buy or sell a house, is to find an agent that you feel comfortable with mm-hmm. and that you trust, because. That That is going to be the key to the whole thing. And listen to them. Take their advice because they know, like Brenda said, they're on the front lines. We're all on the front lines. We're, we're seeing what's going on right now. We don't have all the answers all the time right. because we don't have crystal balls. But we can give you our best advice. And you know, based on what our experience has been the past year, I mean, and this is such a different market than three year- years ago or two years ago. Right. It really
2: is. But I do think it comes down to in- integrity. You know, mm-hmm. it's just so important. And I think when you're saying something and you can back it up with data and facts, and you can say, "Listen, these three houses all sold in under 30 days," you know, let's let's really think about what our strategy is here. Mm-hmm. So.
0: So, why don't you tell us a little bit about
2: yourself, Brenda? Oh, my goodness. I don't <laughs> Wait, want to put
0: you on the spot, but this is okay. why we are That's okay. We have half hour. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, all right. We have plenty of time.
2: <laughs> um, we may have to take a break, but we'll come back. I'll give you the short, uh, the short sum up. So, I was in New York City for many years. I worked in corporate, ran multi-million dollar business. And I basically said, I... I'm done. I fried out. So I moved up to uh, Orange County, Greenwood Lake, got my real estate license in New York City, took some time off and traveled. And I had met with our branch manager, Rachel, like, I don't know, a year before I had joined. And I felt the connection. I love the Warwick office. So much history, the railroad station. And... So I got my license and I started technically in July of 2019, but I didn't actually start get up and running until January 2020. And then everything shut down two and a half Mm -hmm. months later. And I had been doing, you know, traditional learning, get up and running, but it's also like a tough time of year to start in real estate in January Mm -hmm. and February. But then when things started to bounce back after the state had reopened, it was exciting for me because... I love the idea of videos and virtual tours. So I was out doing showings when a lot of people, even though they could, they weren't ready. And I didn't care. I drove to Middletown because I'm a new agent. I got to make money. So right. mm-hmm. I have my mask. I'm doing a virtual this. This is when we all had to wear gloves and booties and disclosures and people, buyers, weren't even allowed to go in. So mm-hmm. for me, it was just figuring out innovative ways to still make money and to you know do the job, right? Um, so that's that's the real estate piece. In my personal life, I have an Airbnb uh, lake house. That's always exciting, dealing with the public and trying to determine: Do I want to rent my house out during COVID? Meh, nah, it doesn't really feel right. So I <laughs> shut down last summer, which really gave me the time to really work really hard. Um, you know, with real estate, I also have another consultancy uh, that I do for sales and operations, but. Uh, locally, I think we wanted to talk a little bit about the TNR, right? So um, a friend of mine lost their house in, in a terrible house fire. Um, we talked about you know that a little bit, making sure permits are good. And I felt terrible because her animals, she lost her animals. And one or two of the cats um, had been, it you know, that they were still out there. So I used to do TNR, which is trap, neuter, and release. I was going to say, tell yeah, people what that is. Exactly, I don't know. trap, neuter, and release. Working with you know feral cats or outdoor local strays, and I did it for many years in New York City. So I have this trap in my garage. I'm like, let me help them. And it's like the end of October. This is for the people who lost the house their house fire and their animals ran away. Well, all the animals ended up unfortunately perishing, but there's oh, one yeah. that I still believe is out there. So. Every day I went, I set up the traps. I had a whole committee of people checking and rebating for, for food a specific cat for what for this one cat because I can't imagine. I mean, my animals are my babies, like God forbid. So so I kept going, kept going, and now it's getting into the winter, but I'm like, I'm not giving up. And my path ended up crossing with uh, Joni, who's an animal control officer at Warwick Valley Humane. I said, Hi, I'm Brenda, this and that. And she said, Oh, I've been doing some TNR rescue locally in Greenwood Lake. And I said, oh, well, you know what? If you ever need help, let me know. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, I would say, you know, myself, Joni, and Lori Healy, all locally in Greenwood Lake. Um, and Joni and Lori have been doing this for, for many years. But in the last six months, there's been over 200 cats um, that have been rescued and trapped, neutered, and released. Um, and because of the efforts, two amazing things have happened one um the village of greenwood lake now has a cat code similar to that of warwick which will continue to allow us to help these animals that don't necessarily have an owner but maybe someone's been feeding them but it allows us to like go and and rescue these cats and you know get them vaccinated get them neutered in spade. Well, that's the
0: important part right both Huge. of those things
2: yeah, you know, and and then we've released them and we are really helping in reducing the population, um, you know, reducing what we call colonies. Um so it's been really a lot of work, a lot of logistics. Um very thankful to Warwick Valley Humane. So the second thing that happened organically is a fund was created called For the Ferals. And we've raised quite a bit of money through donations. Is that specifically for
0: Greenwood Lake or is
2: it for all of Warwick? It, it it started as Greenwood Lake, the village of Greenwood Lake. But if there are, you know, situations in Warwick, I mean, myself and Joni and Lori, like we'll never turn away a situation. You know, just recently um, in the village of Greenwood Lake there, we had a report of Four or five kittens. I think uh, we ended up getting 17 kittens and two adult cats. Oh my God. And you that's know, a lot of you cats. have these little babies. Yeah. So we're, Warwick Valley Humane is going to have a lot of kittens up for adoption soon, but we just got to get them to a certain age and then we'll spay and neuter them and get their vaccinations, make sure that they're healthy. Um, so it, there's just a lot of components to this, but I love it. And, you know,
1: I might need your <laughs> services. I have a beautiful, there's a beautiful black cat. That I have been
0: feeding, with yellow green eyes. Oh, it's really beautiful. Hides <laughs> we're going to talk me. about whether we should do that or not when we come back, because we're going to take a quick break right now. Hi.
2: <laughs> Hi. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens
3: here. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. This is Allie Berman inviting you to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. on Winning Together with the number one team of personal injury attorneys at Sobo & Sobo call or text into the show and get answers to all your questions right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Hi, this is Dr. Pierre-Louis, a clinical psychologist. I will take your calls and I will answer all your personal and business relationship questions, helping you create a life healthy in mind, body, and spirit every Friday at 11 a.m. WTBQ,
2: G-H-T, weather,
3: very hot and humid today with some sunshine, highs in the low to mid-90s, isolated thunderstorm possible. Tonight, partly cloudy, heading down into the lower 70s, a few upper 60s. Tomorrow, clouds and some sunshine, very hot again, highs in the low to mid-90s, risk of an afternoon isolated thunderstorm. Tomorrow night, scattered shower, thunderstorm early, otherwise partly cloudy, heading down into the low to mid-70s and a few upper 60s. And then on Wednesday, more of the same, hazy, hot and humid, isolated afternoon thunderstorm in the low to mid-90s. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks' Tony Salima. I'm gonna make this place your home.
0: Welcome back. This is the Real Real Estate Show, and I am Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, along with my co-host Marcia Talbot, Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and our guest Brenda Wiley, also Howard Hanna Rand Realty. <laughs> so. Brenda, the cats, should, should we be feeding them or shouldn't we be feeding them? They, I mean, that is a good question, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I personally don't have a pro- issue with cats at my house because my dog will never allow it. Right, right. <laughs> but Marsha has, you know, there's uh, well, cats. Well, I have two cat, cats of my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: recently this beautiful black cat, and I love black cats. Me too. <laughs> um, came by and it's she runs away from me, but I do have water and food out and then she's coming closer
2: but she's not
1: not yet connected. how long have you
2: been how long has she been coming around
1: about two three weeks maybe
2: okay okay so yesterday I put out a
0: little
1: treats
2: for her Oh, <laughs> well, she's definitely gonna come back again. <laughs> she was there this morning. Oh yeah.
0: Well, she might belong to somebody. Does she have a little collar on or something?
2: No, nothing. No, nothing. So, so it's interesting. So she's part there of very
1: early in the morning too.
2: Yeah. So, so part of the cat code that Warwick, as well as um, the village of Greenwood Lake, has. Um, is around feeding the cats. It's not necessarily, quote unquote, just enough to feel like you've got an isolated, you know, you've one cat, right? right? But there are some people that will just like throw food on the ground. No, I won't do that. And and the, ch- it, the challenge is twofold. One, like what Grace said, you know, this cat might belong to someone. But part of, you know, this new code requires that if you have an indoor-outdoor cat, that you should have a breakaway collar in in the event that they get stuck in a tree or they get caught on a something or tangled up, the collar will break away and the animal won't be injured. That's the goal okay. there, right? The second piece with regards to feeding is they're going to keep coming back. And then after a while, you won't just have one, you'll have two. And it can sometimes be a lot to manage, but does this cap belong to somebody or has it been ear tipped? So ear tipped is a identification of that. This animal has been already spayed or neutered, right? I can't get close enough. Yeah, so eventually you'll see if the cat's been ear-tipped, and a lot of times colonies will get displaced. The owner moves, the owner passes away, um, or a new male cat comes in because there's uh, an unspayed female cat, and then the cycle begins, Right. right? So yeah it's it's a tricky thing because you want to feed them but you know what there's probably 10 other homes then they're making their route i bet i bet this is it's it's
0: beautiful they're so different than dogs dogs never will do that they might go visit somebody but they you know i don't
1: think they're i mean that's how i got boots boots is a cat who's been with me 15 years, 12, 15 years. Wow. That was outside my door in the middle of the winter, was seven degrees, snow on the ground, and I heard this little cry. And (laughs) it was full grown. But Boots, uh, uh, actually my husband was away, so it was okay that I was (laughs) feeding it. (laughs) And eventually Boots has moved in, and now of course Boots has been in our house. He runs the house. And probably
2: running the show, right. (laughs)
0: so funny
1: but you know uh certainly the animals uh, i mean the thought of poison is really abhorrent it's, to me
2: it's extremely unfortunate i think people think of it as like i need to get rid of these animals you know let's say you have an abandoned house right or there's a property that might have been a restaurant at some time and then cats congregate there right it's shelter and during the winter they eat the rats they, they're great pest controls, a lot of <laughs> benefits, actually, um, to, to having a managed colony, right? And and making sure that it's a managed, clean colony, that um, there's no leukemia and FIV. So there's a lot of ailments. You know, the, the life expectancy for an outdoor cat is significantly less than, obviously, an indoor cat. But there are many that uh, can live for, you know, 15, 16 years outdoors in the elements, you know, sick with injuries. I mean, we, we see it quite a bit, um, and, and it's sad, but you know that's really the goal here, to try to continue to reduce the population and make sure the ones that are alive that they have a, a happy, peaceful life. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm going to quote a, a veterinarian who once said to me when my dog was dying, um, that was the dog I shared, and my oh, yeah. co-worker, my co-sharer my co- was out of town, and this was actually her nephew, and he said, "If the dog can't live a dog's life, then it's time." Yeah. And and that, that was so reassuring in the sense because the dog was ill. Mm-hmm. But it was I had to make the decision,
0: which yeah, was it's hard. really hard when you, you know a, a, an animal becomes part of your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, it's very difficult to make that decision.
2: Oh gosh! And during COVID, I mean, how many people you may know that lost their pets and they weren't able to be you know in the actual. That clinic while, you know, and so they say goodbyes. To, I mean, I can't imagine.
0: I was upset that I had to, my dog was not dying. He just, um, he had a couple of different things going on, an infection in his foot. And I was like, oh, I can't go in with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was so upset about it. I think there was a woman
1: on the news yesterday who talked, who lived in the collapsed building. And she said, I don't care about the pictures. I don't care about anything.
0: My cat is there. Right. Yeah. You know, but thankfully she was saved.
1: And you know, look at the I mean, unfortunate we did,
0: part. We talked a little bit about that and, and the codes and and, and um, I, I, I again I, I just we should reiterate the fact that there's codes for a reason and try not to um, you know skirt them. I guess. Yes, yeah. Circumvent it. It's a it's for safety's sake. Uh, my daughter uh, mentioned that when they're designing a building like that. Explain what your daughter does. She's a civil structural engineer, but she said when they're designing a a high-rise building like that, they design it for to last for about fifty years. And this particular building was in the forty-ish range, so it should have still had some life in it. Mm. But you know, they were told there were building inspectors and engineers that came in there and told them that it needed to have quite a bit of work. Nine million dollars worth of repairs, which is what I read. Yeah. Oh wow. So I mean that's that you know it's important to, and to there were structural it. cracks in the cement. Yeah. And um so the other thing that you've been doing is your Airbnb, right?
2: Oh yeah. So that's <laughs> like
0: that's a whole other that's a thing that people are really interested in because a lot are people are doing that and there are people that are buying property right now in Warwick specifically to do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I um w- tell us about some of the laws. I I you know there's you have to have a permit. And Greenwood Lake had it first, right? Didn't they have a the, permit first so before the village, Warwick?
2: Yeah, so the village of Greenwood Lake and then Warwick and Warwick Town kind of followed. Uh, had had followed and um, there was a lot of back and forth. I mean, I was at the board meeting. At the time, I was living in the city because I bought the house as an investment property and you know now I'm there, but... Um, you know, the, the, again, about safety, right? The permit really is important. You need to have, you know, a fire extinguisher. You've got to have your smoke detectors and your carbon monoxide. And you also have to have proper, uh, lighting and, and, you know, um, Exits and egress and and egress and ingress, right? Um, And so I recently actually just had my inspection. So every year there is an inspection and you you pay the renewal fee um, and you want to make sure that you're... Now, here's a really interesting thing for those of you that are thinking about buying uh, for the purposes as an investment for short-term rentals. Let's Mm -hmm. just VRBO, whatever. Very important that you have the proper insurance. And I say proper insurance because there's maybe two companies across the U.S. that actually... Offer short-term insurance. A lot of people think they can increase their uh, liability, and I'm not an insurance expert here, but I know enough about this, right? And they think by increasing their liability policy that they're covered, and you're not. You have to have a short term. So proper is is the the coverage, the carrier that I have, and it really, God forbid, if there is an incident on my dock or if somebody falls off the bunk bed, you know, you can personally be sued, and it and there's only so much insurance can can really do. So in order to have the permit you have to be compliant with the proper insurance um, requirements and I don't think people realize that. I think I they think, think oh I'm covered under Airbnb. I don't think people know? realize they have to have a permit for it. It's, I agree. Yeah. You yeah. know yeah. because
0: it's so new that, and they you know they're all swept up in the Airbnb I can make so much money. Right. And you do, you have to have a permit and the building inspector is going to come and check out your, your house. And and the, what, I think the permit's $150, the original permit, and then there's a renewal fee every
1: year. There's a
2: renewal fee, although I think some of the rules recently changed uh, for, well, for the village of Greenwood Lake. Yeah.
1: That's Uh, very
0: minimal. Yeah, it is. It's not a lot of money. I mean, yeah. Obviously, the potential for you to make money is there, but you have to be
1: (laughs) one compliant. Yeah,
2: (laughs) two nights. Yeah, Yeah. it's a lot of work, though. I think people do get caught up in the glamour of like, "Oh, I'm going to make so money," and it's like you have to clean everything every time. Clean, and especially during COVID. I mean, you know, the cleaning protocol. you know, you you need to make sure that everything is working and that people understand like where to go and what to do. I greet all my groups and I do not do auto book because I'm in a residential community and I want to know who's staying in my house and I'd like to, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure that there's nothing crazy happening. I mean, you can't control people obviously, but as much screening as can be done, but. But for me, it, I do treat it like a business. I take it very seriously. And um, I had somebody who booked my house for August and they said two adults. I said, Can you please confirm the amount of people? Well, what does it matter? Are you already. And I said, You know, I'm not trying to be difficult, but I need you to understand that we have to pay occupancy taxes. We have local taxes. There's taxes I pay to Orange County. Um, and it's based on the number of people in my home. Also for insurance. If there is an issue and you checked in at Three o'clock, but my check-in time is at four, and there's five of you, but the reservation only says four. I'm on the hook. So these are the important things we need to think about. You know, as who host. are you on the hook with? I, because I, I don't understand
0: that. So this is a good way. I, uh, yeah. I yeah, explain that because I think most people won't understand. That.
2: Yeah. So for your insurance policy, if there is an incident, you are liable. And the challenge is if something occurs before check-in time or post checkout time on your property or in your house you're responsible you're liable insurance will not cover That's amazing. Yeah. And if you have let's say six adults and two children but the booking only said three adults and one of the child, you know, children gets injured it it again it's it's an issue with making sure that the reservation is accurate so that it matches.
1: Thank
0: you.
2: You know, it's yeah, yeah. these are the things it's interesting. So I, I
0: think it's very relevant right now. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have to live in your house if
1: it's an Airbnb? Ooh. Or can it be just totally separate?
2: It could be separate. There are some hosts that just offer rooms. Um, I personally have never felt really comfortable about you, that. You <laughs> rent the whole house? I rent the entire house, the dock. You know, people have The, the only thing is they don't have access to the basement or the garage. Um, I do leave the basement open. God forbid there is an emergency with a boiler or something like that. Um, for week long bookings, I'll offer the washer and the dryer. But in general, like, I don't need, you know, nine people at the house doing their laundry all weekend, coming up from the city, partying. <laughs> so they can do their laundry. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not really the goal here. Like, go rent a kayak, you know? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to take another break and we're going to be right back.
0: This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years, and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com. And let's get together.
3: Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com.
2: Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over ten years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m.
3: Hi, this is Walt Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll
1: give you the phone number to the Faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more,
3: right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. Hi, this is Brian Baird, host of Million Dollar Feeling, heard every Saturday at 9 a.m. Join me and my guests and learn how you can let go of your past and create a future filled with a million-dollar feeling. Saturdays at 9 a.m.
1: I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marcia Talbot, Howard Hannah rand Realty, with Grace Warren from Howard Hannah rand Realty.
2: And Brenda Wiley. So it's H H R, H H R. (laughs) Yeah, I figured H H R R. Everybody got the gist, right?
1: (laughs) So we're going to continue with our discussion and questions because this is new to us: uh, the rules and regulations of owning a B &B and B, and how that works. You know, long term. I'm sure you are filled up to the end of the season.
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah. In fact, I mean, I started getting bookings early this year. And I have repeat guests as well. I have like two families that come for a week in July and in August. And then I actually have people They were like, oh, I stayed at your house last summer. My friend Lindsay booked the place, but now my husband and I would like to come. We love your house. You know, it's an older home. And that's the other thing. You know, you really want to look at the listing and get a sense of like, if, as, a, as a renter, like, is this the type mm-hmm. of house I want to be in? My house is an older, rustic house. I've done a lot of updates, but, like, if you're looking for, like, stainless steel modern, it's not my house. You know what? I have no control over the spiders and the creeks in the floor. and you have spiders? <laughs> not in the house, but, you know, I call it Spider Lake. Greenwood Lake really should be Spider Lake. There's so many bugs. <laughs> but, like, there's only so many, many things you're responsible. Like, I'm not responsible for, like, the, you know, the birds squawking in the morning or the rowers. Like, this is part of living on a lake and you know if you want like a modern experience what side of the lake is the house on it's on the east arm so which is fabulous because you're mm-hmm. walking to the village every you know the food truck park the ice cream shack and you know it's 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 just easy living. I, you know,
0: does um, I know to use the beach there? You have to be a resident and have to have a permit, like mm-hmm. not a permit but a pass, right? You but pay for the pass. Anybody in Warwick can get that. Yeah.
2: How do you, how do you work that with your um, your guests? So, Greenwood Lake, the village of Greenwood Lake, just took back the beach. It had been managed by Warwick, so okay. there's a little bit more autonomy there. My understanding is, and things change, um, that if you're a homeowner, right, a local resident and you are doing short-term rentals, that your guests are able to utilize the beach. They just put all new sand in. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm.
1: Is Um. is that the beach on the East Shore? It's further down, or is it Monaghan? It's
2: Monaghan. Right, because it used
1: to be a beach... Further down on the east shore. Years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I and they had. Closed I thought bags. it was closed because I when clo- I drove by, I it looked yeah. closed, and I didn't know
2: if they reopened it or why yeah. they chose a different space. I've heard so many great things about that beach. You know, just very clean, and you know. But, um, you know, where the beach is now, it's walkable to town. And gorgeous views, like straight ahead. And they do a lot of events there, and festivals and things, so.
0: And and town of Warwick residents can still use the beach they get there. They have to buy, it's a a pass, right? A season pass or something? You
2: can get a season pass, a family pass. Do you have any idea what that costs? Guest pass. I know it's on the website. It's not very, not no, very. I don't remember, but I knew it dollars or something. It's like not for a family, for a family, pass, right? That's Which really is not the whole expensive. season. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, the all there's uh, Glenmere Park. Now there is a fee for that as well for people. Just for you, everyone's information. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize this, but they actually have. A booth there now with somebody manning the booth, and if you're a village of Florida resident, it is free. If you are a town of Warwick resident, it is a five dollars to purchase the pass so that you can go in there for the day. No, forever, oh, forever? like for the oh, for the season. Wow, I think it's for the season. <laughs> That's ridiculously that? low. <laughs> yeah, well, i I think they they just that if you're not a member of the community, it's much more expensive, and right. I think they. 'Cause they really want it to be meant for the community. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's partly what they are doing. Tables there, there's correct? picnic tables, there's a bath, um, there's a bathroom there and there are you, you can fish, there's I think there's a dock, you can take your boat, a boat launch. Oh, so you nice. can take a kayak or a canoe, nice. rowboat boat or whatever. I've been there a couple of times. It's nice. And then there's also um hiking trails that are all marked that you can you can hike on as well that go oh. all to the other end of the lake. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, it's it's nice. And my my son jokes because he said that um he goes, "We made those trails out of our with our dirt bikes and now like, no one's allowed to bring <laughs> their dirt to take bikes anymore." <laughs> well, no one's allowed to bring their dirt oh, bikes anymore. Well, I shouldn't <laughs> say that to too many people. <laughs> I mean, funny. that was, you know, so many years ago, but um, it, it's be- the, the
1: lake there is beautiful too, you know. And the fact that it's such a small amount, which helps maintain it too, mm-hmm. it's really important. So that yeah, it is and you know, they want to
0: keep it clean. And, and you know, for a while there, there was people coming from all over the area, and they were uh, kind of making a mess. And I think that was
2: why they ended up doing that.
0: Yeah, no,
1: so. yeah.
2: The, the littering kills me. I'll, I'll, I'll never understand how somebody can just drive, and you know, throw just their throw, Burger King, throw their food out bag and it's like. Out. You
1: know, oh,
2: it's disgusting.
1: People <laughs> do that in the
0: village.
2: It's, in Warwick. Oh, yeah. they do it all everywhere. everywhere. It
0: doesn't matter so it doesn't matter where you I've are. I've chased
2: litterbugs down. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so we don't have a lot of time left. I just wanted to quickly do, do let's before I get to that, let's finish up with you. I'm sorry. I'm no losing worries. my train of thought, but <laughs> uh, what what else do you want to tell us about maybe the fact this whole year what you've learned and you know just being a um an agent this crazy year that we've had
2: yeah i think just um really pushing through there's always going to be challenges with any real estate transaction there's you know the there's the ones that are really really smooth and then you get all the way to the end and the person can't get their loan commitment and the deal <laughs> falls and it's like it's like wow this is that's going- because they need to use mike van mansart yeah. oh my <laughs> gosh you know um because
0: he I've never had a loan not close with him. He's never. amazing. He oh, knows really? he, yeah. if he,
2: if it's not if he's not going to be. Oh, able you're talking to get about to Mike V. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Mike V. If, well, this woman came with her pers- that, loan officer, that, yeah. so that was but right. Sometimes, yeah.
1: sometimes he'll tell
0: you from the
2: beginning he, this right. isn't right. going to happen. And well, I had them selvage. speak. Actually, this was mm. very recent, hot off the press, and he said, "I just and I I love when Mike is so honest. He's like, I just don't see it, you know." <laughs> and I'm right. like, okay. You know, so but then there's somebody else telling them
0: that they can. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a problem. There. See, that's the that's the issue. And I'm not saying all um, everybody doing mortgages is like that, except for yeah. Mike. But
2: yeah. there's some that. Well, you I have just to dig really business. deep. You have to make sure all the documents have been provided and that the income and educate people. You know, don't go out and open up a credit card in the middle of you or know, buy a car or buy a car or, or furniture. furniture. You know, it's it, you're gonna mess up your DTI. You know. Um, But yeah, I I think for me, really just being um, persistent and trying to figure out how to overcome those obstacles and those challenges along the way and trying to maintain a Because sometimes I want to be like, you know, and I have to be patient. You know, if the buyer is like asking me something I've already explained and I'm just like, okay, Brenda, like put your game face on. (laughs) Not a problem, not a problem, because we're really it's the customer sales based industry right and this is a big this is one of the big decisions of your life right you have to have
1: also there's so much there's so much nervousness that goes about you know around with it yeah also there's so much information they're trying to absorb on something they don't know
0: nothing about. We, we've and done this we so many educate. times. Mm-hmm. We we forget sometimes that they may not understand yep. the whole process, and that happens. You know, all the t- we go through it all the time, and it's different for every transaction. But there's certain steps that have to be taken, and it goes in that 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 way. So that that's what happens with that. yeah.
2: It's for me just being a newish agent, yeah. really learning, and now taking that. Knowledge, like I was on an inspection a few months ago, and I look in the basin, and I'm like, you know, that's not up to code, and this needs a TPR valve. And like, you know, as time goes on, like you kind of see things. I mean, you don't always call it out, but like, I can, you know, I'm now and, and I'm still newish, right? Mm-hmm. But that's that's well, compared why we to have her, an inspector. you are. Yeah, compared <laughs> to
1: Marsha, you're really newish. Yeah. yeah, but that's the reason for an inspector. Uh, it's, it's a yes. third party, right? And, point and they're out. knowledgeable, and we, I do not talk.
2: Oh, yeah. Until after I receive the report. Well, you know what I say? Stay in your lane. So I I tell people, when my people ask me a question about legal, you know what? It's probably best that you discuss this with your attorney. This is what I have seen. However, I'm not a lawyer. Or you should really discuss this with your loan officer. I am not a financial, you know, I can tell you what... I've experienced with other transactions, but your your situation's very different. Every situation. Every situation's so very every different.
1: Every house is different. But I have a question for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have noticed that you have been all over the place where have you been so I'm like houses? a little
2: gypsy I'm like Waldo where is Brenda like <laughs> now I'm'm di- I'm dipping my toe in Sullivan because I've been spending I a lot so, of time yeah. in, the, uh, in the Catskills while my house is Airbnb <laughs> uh, where does Brenda go with her animals she goes upstate more upstate um, but I've been in Rockland County I grew up in Rockland County so you're so familiar. Yeah. very familiar with Rockland and I went to college in New Paltz in Ulster County okay um, So between Ulster and Rockland and obviously Orange County, where I now reside, um, and now I'm spending time in Sullivan. So I'm really kind of along the Hudson Valley, you know, and um, and I love it. I like to get out there and see what's out there. And I love old homes and I love, you know, photographing. I like to do a lot of social media posts about my journeys. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, for a new agent, it's really—I um, think it's—it's it's difficult to be able to go to all these different places and know the market. But you seem to have been just smoothly taking control and doing that. So well, I cut it's my impressive. teeth. Thank you. I cut my <laughs>
2: teeth in like you know Middletown, and now I've really kind of honed in and really focusing on getting listings. And as a new agent, you know, any agent. Did you just get a really cool list? I well, I've gotten a few in the last like month or so. But you know, it takes. You can talk about that. You know. I, I will well, I have a coming soon in Greenwood Lake that's going active on July 1st, which is Wednesday Thursday yeah mm-hmm. um, and I have another I have a few listings um, in Greenwood Lake that I'm also working on getting and it's great because I feel like I am also working hard on you know branding myself like who is this Brenda person? Oh wait, she's a realtor. Oh wait. She- doesn't she Airbnb? Doesn't she save help cats? You know. Yes, I do it all, and I love it.
1: <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, Which is great. Well, it's a pleasure to have had you on our Thank show you. today. I'm so glad you were able to come on. You I appreciate. Are a natural at this. I appreciate. Yeah. Oh, maybe well, I'll she be back. did say something about having radio experience back yeah. in the day in college <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: what did you do I, it I, was like a talk show it was like good morning Cindy new you know like almost like a scene out of greece you know when they like, hello <laughs> students you know it was one of those things. yeah <laughs> well that's so that, maybe we'll let sign you. off <laughs> yeah yeah
0: we'll let you sign off today so um just quick I I cut this little article out of the newspaper, um, and it is. It says Orange County Clerk's Office launches fraud alert to notify property owners of new transactions. So, uh, many of you may have heard of you know title uh, people stealing title from you and that sort of thing. The Orange County Clerk is um, actually allowing you to um, check with them to see if anybody has taken a, wow. a loan out against your property or any anything on your title. So uh, it's, you know, there's companies that do this for you and you pay a subscription fee. And um, so I just wanted you guys to know that that's something you can do. All right.
2: Thanks, everybody. Thank you. thank you. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, ladies, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great day. And we'll see you next week.